Welcome to the Peacock and Gamble podcast. Coming live from the capital of England or, or the UK, <laughs> London, whatever one it is, please welcome Ray Peacock and Ed Gamble in the Peacock and Gamble podcast. Hello, 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 good evening. Welcome to the Peacock and Gamble podcast, coming live from London. What's that, what's that bit? Roadshow. <laughs> Why is it going... Is it's any... clapping, that. Oh, right, it was interference. There's only people clapping. I would do cheering in the middle of it. If you if you joined in and helped, <laughs> rather than me going... I was just wasn't sure what was happening. You can do the cheers in on it as well, so we'll try again. All right. Hello, London. Yay. Yeah, man, oh, the whole thing's ruined. <laughs> and me and you here sat here. I'm Red Peacock, hello, by the way. Hello, I'm Red Gamble. I was sat here in our I Love London t-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> and that isn't even a joke. Me and Ed went to London yesterday. We're not, we're not in London now, but keep that a secret. At the moment, we're not in London, but just keep it a secret because it is the trendy place where all the trendy people go. We've got I Love London t-shirts yesterday. Yeah. How much were they, mate? A bargain at a pound each. A pound each. We bought them. We're not going to buy them for any more money than that, are we not? No. But we, we saw them, pound each. Were you about to say you would have bought them for more money? I would have bought it for two pound, I was going to say. Okay. So, all right. And well, two, I think two pound is the ceiling on it. Yeah. That would have been four quid yeah. for us both look like idiots yeah. I mean it was a good joke because we were going to go and meet some people for dinner yeah. but the problem is is we were, we were a bit early Yeah. and also there's a bit of a mix up as to where we were meant to meet Yeah. so we did wander around for quite a while <laughs> and, and other people don't know that that is a joke no both wearing I Love London t-shirts yeah. smiling and the, all the skater boys on the South Bank yeah they're all they're all giving it some weren't they they were all giving us mouth they're all going like yeah London all the way mate London all the way but they were being sarcastic yeah and I'd... we were going yeah we'll, we'll do a trick on the bike I said I could do it I'll do a stunt on that bike. No bother, mate. Probably better than any you're done. And then we, we don't know what they said because we were running away. Yeah, you were running away just shouting, it's retro, mate. Yeah, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I just don't know what people say it. But anyway, that's just so you know that what we are wearing. Yeah. We never tell people what we're wearing. No. Nope. So that's what we're wearing at the moment. We're both wearing, um, I was going to say white, but off-white. Off-white, sort of like dirty, Dirty white. white yeah. Dirty white, been in the shop for too long. <laughs> I love London shirts. And no trousers or pants. Yeah, that's important. <laughs> I'd have a lot more sympathy for the postal strike <laughs> if postmen could do the fucking job in the first place. Is there a postal strike? No, I've not I've noticed, not noticed any, any difference. All I've noticed is they've got a, a few less bills. <laughs> That's all I've noticed. I, I, I mean, it's that, I'm a big supporter of strikes. I'm a big supporter of like, unions and all that. So I know you're not going to make a little Tory. <laughs> but I am a, I'm a big supporter. Like, I really support the minor strike and the docker strike. And yeah. Everybody was sold out by the government. Pity, you don't, it'd be pity all right. you don't get as many strikes at the bowling. Sport banter. I'll tell you what, you should be on an internet version of Mock the Week. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I reckon you should go for an audition for. Yeah. <laughs> because with stuff like that, mate, yeah. you're going to have to, whoever is on the panel in this hypothetical show, <laughs> right, you will have them wrapped round your little finger. It's, you seer, say, it's searing banter, isn't that, it? Mate, that is satire of the highest order. <laughs> you are like Peter Cook or something. <laughs> Hey, the postmen aren't doing a very good job at the strike. They couldn't even get a strike at um, Mega Bowl. Do that. Save yeah. that up and yeah. do it at your audition yeah. for an internet version of Mark of the Week, <laughs> if that's what you're going for. I don't know if that is something that you would be interested in or not. I've not heard about it. 
But I was thinking, though, with the postal strike and that. I'll tell you what I saw the other day, speaking of the postman. You know that they're using postman part on an advert? Yeah. For some of, what <laughs> yeah. is it for? Backsavers. Because I was watching it, and I think that's the first time that postman part has accurately depicted what a real postman is like. <laughs> Just driving like a cunt and posting all the wrong things everywhere. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah, he smashes through a field and gets a load of vegetables instead of the parcel. Yeah, runs a cat over and puts them all through the wrong door. I mean, that is what I've seen postmen do that sort of thing. I know, postmen are useless. Um, I think what's happened is, because they now don't even deliver in the morning hardly. No. It used to be that they delivered by nine o'clock. But now I've, it's like 2pm or something. Yeah, it? and I think what they want is, they want to deliver letters at 2pm, but also finish at 12. <laughs> <laughs> I think they've got a right mood on because yeah. it used to be they'd deliver really early in the morning and they'd be finished by 12 being a pub by one yeah. drowning the sorrows at the fact they'd ended up being a fucking postman <laughs> and I think now they're going I can't believe right we've got to post letters whenever we feel like it in the day and yet we can't finish by 12 as well <laughs> do you think they're on strike until they invent a flux capacitor yeah until they can go back in time yeah. I might invent a post robot <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a good thing, wouldn't it? Yeah, Postatron 2000. Yeah, or just have a series of tubes. Which just, just go direct your house. Yeah, like, I love one of them tubes. Yeah, and all your letters now are written on apples. <laughs> <laughs> they just basically roll down the tube. Checking. And then you just eat the apple and you know what's in the letter. Yeah, eat, yeah you don't have to read it. Yeah. Just eat the apple. I and can't. then more people are eating fruit. Five a day. So yeah. If you get, yeah, so we're all trying to get five letters a day. Or five apple letters, or whatever yeah. they're called. Pom de letter. Maybe that's what Postman Pat's trying to do in the advert, because he does get a load of vegetables, doesn't he? Postman Pat shouldn't even be doing it. He's probably broke the strike. Yeah, scab. Yeah, scab. <laughs> Tell you what, Postman Pat, right? As much as I admire you, and I've got to, as a socialist, I've got to support the strike. I do support the strike, And by you the support, way. like, people who, like, independent sort of, like, small northern towns, like, there's a lot of independent shops, like, Goggins is obviously running the running the post office. I'll so. support that. Yeah, yeah, As yeah. opposed to big supermarkets. Yeah, 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 exactly, Which, yeah. by the way, that brings us back to what we want to talk about. Guess who's written to me? Tesco. <laughs> They've sent me a letter back. Now, I know this is a comedy podcast, but it's a bit humorless, this letter. <laughs> but bear in mind, I didn't write it. So here's the reply that I got from Brian Quinney, old, the old Quinster. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at the Tesco store at Mount Pleasant in Atfield. Oh, I've given a lot of their address away, haven't I? <laughs> I'll be saying the bloody postcode next, AL95JY. <laughs> um, it's on Eldon's Corner, that. Just make what you can of that address. <laughs> so here you go. Here's a response from Brian Quinney. If you didn't hear my original letter, then I'd look. Just go back and listen to it. It was about yeah. two podcasts ago. Dear Mr. Peacock, thank you for your letter dated 19th of August 2009. In response to your questions, I can confirm that we ask customers to remove their hoods so that we are able to see people clearly on our CCTV. We would also ask any motorcyclist to remove their helmet when entering the store for the same reason. However, we would not ask <laughs> a customer wearing a hijab to remove it, as this is worn for religious reasons. Right. We do not currently have a sign informing customers with this policy and there is no legal requirement to do so. However, however, we will look into this. We do sell hooded tops at our clothing department. However, we would still ask customers to wear the hood down whilst visiting our stores. <laughs> I was sorry to learn that members of staff were smoking at the front of the store. We have a designated smoking area near the staff entrance and staff should only be smoking in this area and not at the front of the store. Please accept my sincere apologies for any upset this has caused. We will be investigating this matter and try to ensure this does not happen again. With regards to your comments concerning the opening hours of our petrol station, I can confirm that the pumps are operational through the night. The kiosk is not always manned at night, however customers are able to use our pay-up pump facility. <laughs> 
at the time of your visit, Ashley Millard <laughs> was the duty manager, and it seems that he was unaware of our head office address. Oh, Millard. Millard. I'll tell you what, Millard, that's, that's a warning for you now. <laughs> I am sorry that you have experienced problems with the barriers at the front of the store. However, I can assure you that they are automatic, and the security guard has no control over them. Yours sincerely, for and on behalf of Tesco Stores Limited, Brian Quinney, customer service manager. Quino. Well done, Quinny, for writing that back. And, um, oh, I mean, that's wasted a lot of your day, hasn't it? <laughs> having to write that, write that has probably wasted an awful lot of your time. But what, I mean, I, what I don't understand, yeah. right, why would they even mention, like, well, obviously we ask motorcyclists to remove their helmet when they come into the store. What fucking motorcyclist is walking into Tesco's wearing a motorcycle helmet unless it's the lady from the Zvirax advert? Or Street Hawk. <laughs> I'll tell you what, right? I think he's trying to anticipate my next move, like a game of chess. He's saying he's, he's going to come back with, oh, what if a motorcyclist comes in? I'm not. I'm going to come back with, what if Darth Vader comes in? <laughs> right? And he can't take it off because if he takes his helmet off in public, then he will he will choke to death. Right? Um, the thing is, right, I do want to carry on this letter writing, but I can't be asked. No. That's the problem. But, so I've got, to, I've got to raise myself to do it. Alternatively, I thought of a competition. Right. Right? <laughs> Maybe our listeners, right, Yeah. could write a response. Now, don't write it to Tesco, although I can't stop you if you do. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I would ask you not to, but I can't stop you if you want to do it. I can't stop you doing it. I can't stop you. But I'm going to state now, on the record, <laughs> I am not condoning a letter-writing campaign to Tesco. <laughs> I don't even know where you'd get the address from. <laughs> But what I'd ideally like is if listeners can respond to that letter for me. Through through you, though. Yeah, do it on the Facebook page. Yeah. Um, if you do it on there, write your letters on there, and then, then we can send them on. Yeah. But if no one does it, I'll do it. But if you want to do it, then we could do it as a little mini competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there is a prize, and it is a completely unique prize. <laughs> what is it? I'm not saying. Right. This is what we should do in our competitions. We shouldn't be telling them what they're going to get, because they pick and choose what competitions they want to enter. Right. And this isn't an official competition. Okay. This is a sub-competition. Yeah. Just for the Tesco letter writing campaign that doesn't exist we're not even doing a campaign against tesco i'm not saying that i'm just saying this is a little uh, this isn't even in the podcast i don't know what you're on about <laughs> we did a good joke yesterday when we were in london we did we did a we few went to, uh, i know but one of the, my favorite one that we've done yeah was i don't know if you know about the imax the imax cinema that's at uh, waterloo uh, it's in the roundabout there at waterloo and i sort of i don't like it because when it originally was built they evicted lots of homeless people and that sounds weird but yeah a homeless sort of community was in that roundabout and they evicted them all to build this big fucking IMAX. yeah but what you don't know is that they let them um they work the projectors oh do they <laughs> oh that's all right then. if they, if they still live in the cinema that's fine i've no problem with that at all if they're in the films i don't mind that <laughs> yeah they've put them all in the films yeah well, okay well that's fine i would, I would like to watch a big homeless on a big screen i've, I've no problem with it now sorry i, I take it all back <laughs> Uh, but anyway, we went in there yesterday. Now, what they do is, oftentimes, it's a big circular building, like glass-fronted building. They'll have, like, big cinema uh, posters in it. Yeah. Like, enormous things yeah. that you can see as you're driving over Waterloo Bridge. Yeah. But when they don't have that, they will just have adverts for just products and things. Yeah. And there's an advert for a product up there at the moment. So me and Ed <laughs> went in there yesterday and asked for two to Kit Kat Chunky. <laughs> And they looked at us like no one had ever done that before. <laughs> I can't believe that everyone's not doing that. If you live in London, go in the IMAX and ask for two for Kit Kat Junkie <laughs> for as long as that advert is up there. <laughs>
competition to come up with a competitions gathering scheme. <laughs> that was a bit of a mouthful. I know, but it's a good. It's a snappy title as well. Yeah. As well as being a mouthful and long, it is also snappy. Yeah. <laughs> competition to come up with a competition. Like a crocodile. Actually, it should be the competition to come up with a competition. Competition. <laughs> is that right? Or whatever it is. Well, anyway, people have been sending entries. To Only because you've bullied them into it. Well, th- but it has got a result. <laughs> so that's all right then. Yeah, people it? go about bullying and that. I go, oh, bullies are cowards. Oh, bullies are bad things. Well, I've got a result. I suppose. Well, like famous people sometimes go like, oh, I was bullied at school, and now I'm. Famous. Yeah, and now they're all famous. Yeah. So I'm in a roundabout way contributing to the arts. <laughs> yeah, because of people like me, because of bullies, right? <laughs> but you end up getting famous people. If it wasn't for people like me, you wouldn't have um, Jody. Marsh. Yeah, so imagine that. You would be living in a world without Jodie Marsh if it wasn't for bullies. So have a think about that. You know, you are just slowly throughout this podcast that really destroying any public sympathy there is for you. Why? Saying you're a bully and then saying that you are responsible for Jodie Marsh. Mate, don't say that I'm losing public I'm not losing public sympathy at all. Don't, don't, you don't, are, mate. It's ebbing away. Right, don't do that because I, I need it. <laughs> all right, I need the support of my public, so don't be saying things like that. Don't be, don't be fucking with my brain like that. So I need it. I will, they all hate you, mate. They don't all hate me now. <laughs> I am still well liked. The man on iTunes? Yeah, it might have even been, mate, the girls hate you more. What? All the fit girls hate you. But damn, my fan base. <laughs> <laughs> my fan base is slipping away. Yeah, all the fit girls are just going going over to Ed now. No, stop it. <laughs> no, no, I don't want you all supporting Ed. Yeah, they've all come round my house. <laughs> No, that's not fair. You can't have Ray and Ed and everyone has just suddenly gone off. Ray and Ed is a team. No. You can't have people all going off just supporting Ed. But Ed is the best one now for the fit girls. All come round going to Paddling Pool, have a barbecue. All our fan base like Ed now. <laughs> and none of them like me. Uh, I have had a miscarriage. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, I, I, I've been raped. <laughs> I've All right, it's coming back now. You're getting a bit I've more. I've not mentioned it, right? And I didn't report it at the time, but <laughs> right. And I'm not saying who it was, but I have been raped. So. Right, right. Now I, d- I think you've nearly got the public sympathy back now. Right, All right. All right, right now you need one more thing to give it, give the rape a bit of an edge. It was it was a celebrity. <laughs> oh, it's back. It was a celebrity that raped me, but I'm not saying who it was. Right, they're back with you now. Yeah, I'm not saying who it was though, but it was a celebrity. So please continue to like me. Please continue to support me because I have been raped by a celebrity. Right, and I'm, that's all I'm saying about it. Right, but and Ed knew about it, so, so I don't know why Ed's now claiming he didn't know anything about it. Right, I've got the sympathy now. Right, yeah, that's fine. All but right. your tits are still too big. <laughs> Anyway, Joshua Sell Roberts entered with... This is the competition to find a competition, remember? <laughs> find a phrase competition. Can I just say, by the way, everyone keeps writing Fraser in different ways. Yeah. The spelling of Fraser is F-R-A-S-E-R. That's correct. Right? Yeah. It's not Fraser. It's not a television programme. <laughs> um, Do you think some people have been loads thinking Loads of people that? have been doing that. Do you writing. think they're imagining that we we have been thinking about Fraser? <laughs> yeah, maybe that is it. Because it's not that. Jo- uh, Josh wrote, find a phrase competition. Each podcast listener visits various children's wards up and down the country... <laughs> To find a child who could potentially be the love child of Ray and Ed. Brackets, <laughs> i.e. fat kids. Right. In order for it to be a valid competition entry, the children must also be doing a dying. Now, here's the thing, right? I'm not sure where, <laughs> I'm not sure where we would legally stand with that, Josh. No, yeah. <laughs> I don't think they can do that. Can but yeah, but good entry, Josh. It's in the bag, but... I'm not sure it is in the bag, mate, to be honest. I'm not sure. I'm, we might lose... We could lose public sympathy for the, <laughs> yeah. if we if we keep saying things like rem- that. Remind him about... I've been raped, and so has Ed. <laughs> <laughs> By a celebrity. I know. And and, but two different ones right but they are known for performing together right <laughs> 
Or I was on the deck. <laughs> right, the next one is James McFarlane. Uh, the new competition can be we all write a bogus letter to Tesco and the winner best ones have their letter read out on the podcast. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of that's what good. we yeah, were yeah, kind of right saying. That. Not a bogus letter. I mean, just you've, you've heard Tesco's response. So if you want to write a letter, a response back to Tesco, uh, write it via us, send it to us. And we, in fact, we can, we'll send a selection if you want. I'll just say these are, what our, these are letters that our podcast chose to respond because I couldn't be asked. <laughs> Rory, how about a Ray vs. Z challenge each week we issue with a different challenge and you compete against each other? Could also have really famous celebs like what Ant and Deck do on their unrelated oh, Ant vs. Oh, Deck challenge. Don't oh. remind me about Ant and Deck. Yeah, play, honestly, I mean, that's a good entry in that, but please don't talk about Ant and Deck. <laughs> it just upsets us. It, oh, by the way, uh, that, but that's not the same Ant and Deck as the ones that rate us. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, no, sorry. That's, uh, no. I don't it, wait to get confused. No. It's not Ant and Deck off the ITV Ant and Deck's <laughs> takeaway thing and all that. It's not them two that rate us. It's no. a different Ant and Deck. In fact, Ant and Deck is just what we call the people that rate us. That's not even their real names. No, it's not. Because they are celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> the people that rate us are for celebrities. But, but their, code, all... their code names are Ant and Deck. Yeah, but that is all we're saying. But it, it, it isn't the, the, the Ant and Deck that you're thinking of. No. <laughs> Alex Crone, how about a best picture of a thing competition every week, a different thing? For example, a Christmas tree. That's nice. <laughs> and, and Alex sent a picture of a Christmas tree. I like that, that our listeners, when suggesting competitions, will come down to the remedial level that we yeah. operate on. Mitchell Parsons, competition idea. Who can record the best phone jacker punking and send to Ray and Ed? That's a good one. That's good, yeah. I like that. If you want to do some um, prank calls to your friends and stuff, yeah, like, like what we used to do in our, in our old series, then you do that. Yeah. Cancelled pranks. Yeah, cancelled pranks. Now cancelled pranks. <laughs> Ueli Chuklam what ooh, what sort of fucking name is that? There's no point to that name. Ueli, <laughs> Ueli that's U E L I Chup T S C I mean you can't have a T and S and a C together. <laughs> that is stupid that Ueli Chup Lambert. Lambert's alright. Yeah. Hi Ray, hi Ed. As the competition, why not describe a new disease that Fraser uh, Fraser <laughs> has contracted in every new letter that make listeners then have to guess where it could be he, like, he says go on say like we just do the Fraser letter but don't say what the disease is and the listeners have right, to guess right and they it. have to diagnose it yeah problem with that is is that is us doing it yeah that, that is, <laughs> the point of this competition thing is that we don't do it <laughs> uh, Jack Metcalf's competition idea good old Jack uh, Wikipedia, a compendium of Ray and Ed facts I think a good competition idea would be to create a fact about Ray and Ed facts will be judged on an offset scale of believability versus ridiculousness hence creating a product fraction that can be converted into percentage can I just say this lad Jack works in Starbucks <laughs> what a waste look how intelligent he is and he works in fucking Starbucks uh, it goes on to say that we should bandy it about any facts people come up with Yeah, we should bandy about in interviews <laughs> and conversations and stuff again Jack that's basically work for us to yeah. do but he is he's adding the facts every day on the Facebook page that's good well that's great yeah and they're, they're worth reading because they are funny in that so I've got to read them Russell Morrissey competition idea best is to keep it simple yep nice one alright cheers Russell um, <laughs> no, he's put, I reckon one of the best bits is the complaint letter section and I reckon loads of listeners could write really funny complaint letters so have them send in each week and read out the best one on the, on the podcast right and for a prize wait till it, I know what you're upset about and I am yeah. as well I reckon that the listeners could do it better yeah <laughs> yeah but listen and for a prize they could win a handwritten signed framed copy of an original Fraser letter <laughs> right you do know we don't get paid for this on your bike mate <laughs> this actually costs us money to do this podcast right it actually does cost us money to right, do it it cost me about 30 quid to get here yeah and they're, and they're giving Oh, do us a favour. Frame us your notes. <laughs> Go get a frame of your notes just because we've come up with an idea, just because we're copying you. <laughs> well, thanks, Russell, for your entry. Alice Watts, so you didn't like my last idea, but here's another. Ray and Ed will fix it. We send stuff <laughs> in for you to fix. For example, Radio Watch Baby. Right. <laughs> Again, the, the, the point is you do it. 
I would like to fix a baby though. Yeah, I've got you read the rest because I'm getting bored with this. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, these ones are from uh, Jez Scharf. He sent in three. Number one, this competition is called Oh My God, It's Ray Off Doctor Who. Listeners have to find the most outrageous and ostentatious way of letting as many people know that Ray was on Doctor Who as possible. Right, love that. <laughs> love that as an idea. Uh, number two, this competition is called The Cuddly Comedy Colossus. Ed has a lot of funny descri- has had a lot of funny descriptions recently. Let's compound this by having a competition where people send in the most creative slash insulting descriptions of Ed. Brilliant. Right. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Right. That, that is a running competition now. By the way, that's another one of our little sub-competitions. Right, note that it says creative as well. I don't want just loads of ones saying fat wanker. No, dude, uh, fat, <laughs> like, fat wanker, it does apply. That, and that is, I'm telling you now, right, fat wanker I will accept. <laughs> so if, if you want to leave, as many of you want to leave a message on the uh, Facebook fan page saying Ed is a fat wanker, then that is fine. And, uh, that is, uh, that you'd be, you'd be one of the winners if you do that. Okay? But it does, I think it, it should be as if you're doing a review. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Ed is a fat wanker, he's fine though. <laughs> so it should sound funny as yeah, well. Yeah, but Ed is a fat wanker, he's good. He's a funny fat wanker. Yeah, a funny fat wanker. <laughs> What is Jez's next one? Uh, Jez's final competition idea is uh, it's called Where is Ray Allowed to Go? People put on hoodies and walk around a bit and go to the shops and nice places, etc. The person who walks around the nicest slash poshest place without being told to leave is the winner and then Ray also knows he can go there That's without brilliant. being told off. Brilliant. Yeah, th- yeah, those are bloody good, Jez. It's, like, it's like Jez has sat down and gone, right, I'm going to come up with a good entry for this. Yeah, it's like Jez has got more time on his hands than all the others. <laughs> yeah, Jez, are you unemployed or not? <laughs> right, next one. Yeah, next one. Got one from Joel Den here. Uh, how about people do impressions of Ray and Ed and maybe the girl who talks at the end? Like that. That's good. Yeah. Whoever does the most convincing slash funniest is the winner. Yeah, I like that. Record your own podcast. Got 30 seconds to do it in, right? Yeah. So you and your friends, if you want, can record. But it's got to be like this one. So record your version of this podcast <laughs> within a thir- between 30 seconds and a minute. Yeah. Send it to us and, and we will play the best ones on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy with that one. So that's a good competition as well. There we go. Right. This one's from Daniel Rude. Mm-hmm. How's about this for an idea? He's used the number four instead of the letters. Cool, saves time. Yeah, it saves time, trendy. It doesn't actually save time because it's actually taken me about five times as long explaining it. Yeah, think about it now. All this time we're talking now is actually <laughs> it's time that is wasted if you'd just written four normally. Yeah. Ray or Ed, tell an anecdote from your childhood slash teenage years. Brackets, similar to the journal extract Ray did a few weeks back. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, copied. But leave out the ending and the listeners need to send their own ones. Right, out. okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's... <laughs> Right, here's the competition. Guess the end to this section. <laughs> Time for our weekly complaint letter. Hey. Complaint letters to companies to get free stuff. Yeah, it's your um, one. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's not really a complaint letter, this one. Right. <laughs> but I have said that in the letter, so don't worry about that. Right. Also, speaking of free stuff, can you, uh, can you send us some? <laughs> uh, I'm looking at the moment for Star Wars Lego. Right, ideally, yeah. So I don't know if anybody works in a toy shop or anything. If you do, and you've got... Maybe you've got too much Star Wars Lego. Yeah. Right, just send it, mate. I'm looking for season... season Between seasons four and seven of The Shield. Yeah, but not pirated. But not pirated. Real proper ones. And new as well. Yeah, we're just, and if it's not got the fucking seal on it, then you can just keep it. And be a, but yeah, Star Wars Lego for me. Uh, DVDs of The Shield for Ed, please. And also, I mean, as a general rule, hardback comic books. Yeah, lovely. Fine, just send them through. I mean, we'll give, we'll give anything a chance. Yeah. Ideally, I like Marvel stuff, but I have pretty much got yeah. most of it, I imagine. Oh, and I'd like um, Volume 3 of Sin City as well. Yeah, and can I have... Well, I've got all of Sin City, that's fine. And um, can I have um, an harmonica? <laughs> right, 
<laughs> so here is my letter this week, uh, which, as I promised last week, yeah. sexy one. Going to be sexy. Oh, sexy um, time. Begin to imagine what this is going to be. So get ready. Get ready. Get rid of. So get ready <laughs> for a bit of a sexy time. Get now. rid of your inhibitions. Yeah. Here we go. Just relax. Lie back and have a sexy time oh, with Ray's letter to a company for get free stuff from Mrs. Fraser. <laughs> Two. Ann Summers or one of the less commercial and more value for money and better sex shops. <laughs> Hello, I'm not even shy about coming in this shop via this letter because I watch Sex in the City so I am liberated, aren't I? <laughs> I bet there is loads of stuff I am sexually open to after watching that. Brackets, I'm not swallowing it and you're not putting it in there and you can slap my ass, but not too hard because it hurts. <laughs> I should mention, I am all in a nudie whilst I write this letter, <laughs> and my husband, who works as a builder, has just, added, has just had it off with me in loads of positions and took photos of it in an hotel. <laughs> anyway, let's get on with this letter. Before I squirt again, oh no, too late, get some towels. <laughs> oh, God. The point of this letter is to ask why there are no sex toys for children. <laughs> Right, oh. Only joking, I just said that to make Ed laugh. <laughs> no, the real point of this letter... <laughs> Thank God. ...is that I have a little baby son called Fraser, who is terminally ill and a cock. <laughs> I look after him, what seems like every five minutes, and it wears me down, and my husband is hardly ever here because he is a pilot. <laughs> It feels like the only break I get is when I get a bonk on and have a wank, but, but the girl equivalent of it. So I was wondering if you could send me some sexy stuff, like porn or stuff that boys like for free. I think you do a thing called cock rub, so some of that would be nice. And a butt plug just to try it, but nothing too big. This isn't really a complaint there, so don't get the arsehole. Just like some free dirty stuff. Instantly and finally, do you have a dildo big enough to be used as an artificial leg? <laughs> Did the proper ones the hospital want us to get cost a fucking fortune? <laughs> Love and sexing, Mrs. Fraser. That's brilliant. Yeah, that's a nice one, isn't it? I mean, again, no, I'm not my best one by and any. And Fraser comes out all right in the end, doesn't he? Yeah, he does come out all right in the end with his dildo leg. Yeah, with his dildo leg. I think get him a vibrator leg, then he wouldn't even have to walk. He could just jabber about. It just vibrate along. Well, when I say dildo, I mean vibrate. I don't yeah. like the phrase vibrator. The term. Right. I don't like that as a term. Vibrator. Okay. I think it sounds really childish. Right. Whereas dildo, I think, sounds grown up. <laughs> I do vibrator. I've heard girls say, "I've got a vibrator." I don't like it. Yeah. No, I've no problem with it as a as a thing. I just don't yeah. like that. With the terminology. Yeah, vibrator. Yeah. <laughs> sounds such so retarded. What about a jibber jabber. Jibber jabber, I like that. <laughs> Could you use a jibber jabber as one if you were probably. A girl? All right. If there's any girls out there, can you um use one and take a picture of it and show us it? <laughs> just see if it works. Hey, speaking of sexy things for girls, do we got sent some hats? We did. Of uh, Nigel Waller from yeah. Rotherham, right? Thank you, Nigel Waller. Yeah, thank you, Nigel Waller. We've took photos of ourselves on and put on a Facebook page. Yeah. And one is a beanie hat and one is a cap yeah and it says it's got the logo for the Peacock and Gamble podcast on, indeed, on yeah. the front of them and we were thinking right I mean nice but we, we have trouble sort of wearing them out yeah because 
We are in it. It is our thing, yeah. so it looks a bit weird. And we've already got our I Love London t-shirts on. Yeah, so we look, we already look like retarded. <laughs> we already look like fucking idiots. But what we thought was, is we could send the ads out on loan yeah. to a girl. Or girls, preferably yeah, girls. girls, yeah. Yeah, girls. And you, what you do, right, you take a picture of yourself, right, wearing a bikini or something, <laughs> or or nothing. Or nothing at all. Either or, bikini, or uh, just bikini bottoms. Just bikini bottoms. Or just bikini top. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> One of them things, right? Or nothing. Right, and like, you know, just for fun. And you've got to be 18 or over. Yeah. Right? Or if you're not, then you've got to claim you are. <laughs> right? And then, and then you've got to like... Take Maybe a- to prove it, take it in um, in the pub. Yeah. <laughs> or in an 18 film. Right, and wear the hat on that and just take a bit of a sexy picture of you. Yeah, so- but importantly, yeah. sorry to chip in with admin, um, You do have, when you've done that, send us the photo, then you do have to send a cap on to the next sexy lady. Yeah, well, that's what's going to happen. So you get the photo and then we will give you an address to send a cap to, <laughs> which will be to the next sexy lady because it's going to be a porny chain letter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's what we're trying to do. Uh, um, we'll be honest, we'll, it's, not, it's a bit of a secret, but we'll tell you, right? It's for a new world record. So <laughs> if you want to be involved... And in for a new, charity as and well. For charity as well for all, it's for all the little children yeah. who um, uh, um, drown so <laughs> so do that for charity thank you very much for, in, in advance and yeah. it, it's backed by Oxfam <laughs> in that Oxfam don't want us to do it <laughs> <laughs> The Peacock and Gamble podcast was devised and performed by Ray Peacock and Ed Gamble. All music by the Tiger Lilies, except the last one, which is performed by Frank Sidebottom. The Peacock and Gamble podcast is a big and dark production, hosted by Chortle.co.uk. If you spotted the deliberate mistake in this week's show, tell us on our Facebook page and you might win a prize. See you next week. Goggins has got a baseball bat. Fucking smash it, Goggins! <laughs> smash his fucking windows! Scab! Scab scum! Scab! Scab!